0: It's Hopalong Cassidy. With action and suspense, out of the Old West comes the most famous hero of them all, Hopalong Cassidy, starring William Boyd. The Ring of the Silver Spurs heralds the most amazing man ever to ride the prairies of the early West, Hopalong Cassidy. This famous hero thrills his 60 million fans with action and dangerous adventure. In the role of Hopalong Cassidy is the popular star of the motion picture series, William Boyd. And now, another exciting story of the early West, The Sundown Kid. It was a strange meeting. There on the dry stage covered Alkali Flat five miles out of the little town of Saguaro. Hopalong pulled up in the shadow of a mesquite tree, squinted through the shimmering heat at the rider moving toward him on the trail, drooped over the saddle horn, his feet hanging loose out of the stirrups, his hat slung around his neck by the chin strap, leaving his head bare to the killing desert sun. Only when the dog-tired roan pulled up alongside him did Hoppy understand it. The kid was out of his head.
1: No. Listen to me, Sal. You've got no right to treat me like this.
2: What's the matter, kid?
1: You ought to know what's the matter, Sally. We've been together long enough to know each other's minds, ain't we? I, I can't stand it no more, I tell you. I, I can't stand it.
2: Mm, sunstroke. Come on, over this way, fella. Let's get out of that sun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, get out of the sun. Sun. <laughs> Why do I care about the sun? Wind. Rain. What are blizzards.
2: Come on, now. Come on.
1: Yeah. I've seen them all, Sally. On the move. All is on the move. Ever since you gave me the sign. Come
2: on, Sonny. Snap out of it.
1: I'll never forget that night, you know. When you told me.
0: The kid was I pale the and sweating from the heat. Oh, his I, hair matted on his forehead. Hoppy started to put his hat back on. Then saw something else.
1: We didn't have to split up, you know.
0: Hmm. Bullet crease over the
2: ear like you've been in a gunfight, Sonny. Here, come on now. Snap out of it. No. Don't, Sal, please. You're out of your head, kid. Get a hold of yourself. Sally,
1: don't hit me. Don't. Come on. Uh,
2: uh, huh? That's it, Sonny. Look at me. Who who are you? Hop along Cassidy.
1: Oh what happened?
2: Don't ask me. Looks like you've been in a gunfight for one thing, and got yourself a little too much sun.
1: Gun? Gunfight?
2: Yeah, a bullet crease over your ear.
1: I... I don't remember.
2: Well, don't try to now. I wish I had some water, mister, but I'm as dry as you are. Five hot miles to town, but two miles to the north is a ranch on Clear Creek. I stopped there a while ago.
1: I... I could use some water, I reckon.
2: We'd better go back there. Can you stay on that horse?
1: Yeah, I can make it.
2: Only a few minutes from here. We can... Hold it. What's the matter? Cloud of dust down the trail there. Looks like a bunch of riders coming out from town.
1: Maybe we better wait. Maybe maybe they got water.
2: You, uh... You sure you don't remember anything about a gunfight? Yeah. I was thinking... Yeah, they've stopped. They're trailing someone. That's a posse, Sonny.
1: Why are you looking at me? I got no reason to...
2: Except for that bullet crease.
1: Want to stay here and find out what they want?
2: You're playing them face up. That's the way I like it.
1: I told you i got nothing to hide.
2: Okay. We better get up the canyon to that ranch house. Mort Robertson. Yeah. Before we mosey up to the sheriff, I think we better find out more about that bullet crease. Let's go.
0: A few minutes after the meeting on the plane, they'd Hoppy and the kid ride up to the door of Mort Robertson's ranch house on Clear Creek. You all right?
2: Yeah. Better get rid of your horse here for the time being. There you go, boy. We'll do to have the sheriff spot him around here. I, I just stopped by here a while ago, and I... Eddie. Hello, Kitty. Come in. You seem to know each other.
3: Yes, Eddie and I are old friends. What's wrong? Eddie, you like, look like you've been in a fight.
2: Picked up a bullet crease somewhere.
3: A gunfight. Eddie, He you... doesn't
2: remember much about what happened this. Maybe we'd better find a place to stretch you out, Eddie.
3: There's a bed in here.
1: You've got any water, Kitty? I... I'm awful dry.
3: Of course. Right away. Just lie down there and, and make yourself
1: comfortable. Oh. You feel better? Yeah.
2: Look, Eddie, I don't want to crowd you, but you better try to
1: think right now. I I can't think. It's all a blank. When did the blank start? Last night. Uh, don't ask me any more questions, Cassidy. My head hurts. I... Okay,
2: it's your funeral. What do you mean? I mean, I'm walking out right now, unless you want to give me the whole story. Oh, I.
3: Here you are, Eddie. Oh, thanks. What do you mean you're walking out, Mr. Cassidy? What is it?
2: There's a sheriff's posse down on the flat. I think they're looking for Eddie. Why, Eddie? I. I'll
1: try. I'll, I'll try to think. That's better. What's the last thing you remember? The mm. cantina. I hit town about nine last night. Been away for more than a year. I couldn't stand it any longer. I had to see Sally. Sally?
3: That's his his wife.
1: Yeah. I guess I had too much to drink. Anyway, I left about 11 and headed for her place down at the edge of town. I I remember knocking on the door and the funny look on her face when she let me in, and I. Then what? That's all. That's all I remember. Next thing I knew, you were hitting me in the face out in the trail. Listen. The posse. Stay right where you are, Eddie. Come on,
2: miss. We haven't seen him, understand?
3: Uh, uh, all right.
2: Go ahead.
4: Afternoon, miss. Oh, Sheriff. Mind if I come in? Of course not. I won't make no bones about it, Miss Kitty. We're looking for Eddie Langtree, or should I say, the sundown kid. Seems they call him that now he's an outlaw. Outlaw? Nothing real serious till now. I hear he's got into a few scrapes during the past year over to sundown and points south. What do you mean, uh, till now, Sheriff?
3: This is Mr. Cassidy, Sheriff. Uh
2: huh. How do you do?
4: Well, to put her direct, Eddie Langtree's about three jumps ahead of a long rope. He, uh, he killed his wife last night. Shot her. I know he thinks a lot of you and your uncle, Miss Kitty. Figured this is the first place he'd head for. A pair of tracks leading up here from the flat.
3: He's... he's not
4: here. I said there was a pair of tracks leading up here. One set is mine.
3: And... and the other belongs to my uncle. He was in town last night, got home late.
4: If you don't mind, I'll, uh... Take me a look in that other room. Hmm. Who's that empty glass belong to? Me. I
2: got dizzy from the sun and flopped on the bed for a spell.
4: Hmm. Get in touch with me if he shows round here. Of course. I think you're lying, but there ain't much I can do right now. Nothing here, boys. He must be down in the flat. Right, sir. I right, still right, away, go, go, Miss the Cassidy. Goodbye.
3: Whew. How do you get out of there? The window. He must be down in the barn.
2: Oh, we'll wait till they get out of sight, and we'll take a look.
3: This door here.
2: Okay.
1: Stay where you are.
2: It's me, kid, Cassidy. They gone? Yeah. Okay. Why the gun? Mort over there.
1: You gonna put it away, Eddie? Yeah. Come on. Mort wanted to give me away.
2: Give me the gun, kid.
1: Sure, here. I. Huh? What's the matter? Well, this ain't my gun. You were packing it, weren't you? Yeah. But look. It's a Walker Colt. An old one. I had a brand new frontier. With my initials on the handle.
2: Let's see that.
1: Two shots fired.
2: Hmm. Why do you want to give the kid away, Mort? Well, I...
1: I
3: can answer that, Mr. Cassidy. On account of me. you know, I... Well, I think a lot of Eddie and...
5: And I don't want my niece mixed up with a murderer. Murderer? What do you mean? Wait a minute, kid. You heard about it, Mort? I was in town last night when it happened.
3: You didn't tell me, Uncle Mort.
5: Well, I knew it would break your heart, Kitty. Figure you'd hear soon enough. About what?
1: Tell me. Tell me what it is.
5: Your wife, Sally.
1: Sal... Oh no.
2: She was shot last night.
1: You you gotta believe me, Cassidy. All of you I wouldn't kill Sal. I I couldn't. I love her. I Yes, Eddie. I I know you love her. You you do believe me, don't you, Kitty?
2: I think we all do, Eddie. Now tell me. What happened between you and Sal?
1: Why'd you split up a year ago? The usual reason, I reckon. Another guy. Who? I don't know. We had a fight and I left. Hit the trail. Kind of went wild for a year. Got into trouble, got into jail a couple of times. Busted out. Got blamed for a lot of things I didn't do. They called me the sundown kid like I was an outlaw or something. Uh, Then what? Uh, Sally had a hold on me. I never knew what it was. But I finally gave up. I had to come back to her. That's how I ended up in the cantina last night. But I... I never killed her. You've got to believe that. Will you believe it, Eddie? Yeah?
5: I'm sorry for what I did. I want you to know I believe you, too. Thanks, Mort.
3: Come on, Eddie. Let's get back up to the house. You need some rest.
1: Yeah. I'm... I'm awful tired. Um, Mort. Yeah? Yes?
2: You said you believed in him. How far does that go? As far as you want it to go. Will you help me? Will you help me clear him? Yeah. Anything you say. Good. We're right under Sawara right now.
0: It was two o'clock when Hoppy and Mort Robertson left the ranch house on Clear Creek. After three now, as they pulled up in front of Sheriff Pardee's office in Saguaro.
5: There he is, on the porch.
4: Evening, Sheriff. Oh, evening, Cassidy.
5: Mort.
2: Putting up a new poster, eh? That's right. $500 $500 reward, dead or alive. Eddie Langtry, alias the Sundown
4: Kid. Dead or alive? Yeah. The alive part don't mean nothing. If they bring him in at all, it'll be feet first. That the usual custom around here? When a man kills a woman, it is. Any objections? Yeah. I'm listening.
2: Where I come from, a man's entitled to a trial.
4: The kid's had his trial. You he heard to threaten Sal over at the cantina last night. You seen going there. He was seen leaving town early this morning.
2: So that means he killed her.
4: In my book, it does.
2: I guess you and I own different editions.
4: Let me give you a tip, Cassidy. I don't know how it is where you come from, but if there's one thing that'll make the men of this town see red, it's a woman killer. They won't rest till they grind the kid's carcass into the dust. And anything you say will only make a matter.
2: I'm not defending woman killers. I'm saying there's a good chance that Elantri isn't one.
4: Any idea who it is?
2: I hear she was seeing another man.
4: Who told you that?
2: I keep my ears open. If there's another man,
5: that means there's another suspect.
4: You ever hear that said, Mort?
5: Can't say I knew much about that, Sheriff.
4: I knew her pretty well, Cassidy. And as far as I know, she wasn't courting anyone else. Hmm. Who saw the kid go into her house? Liz McKinnon lives down the street, just across from the cantina. Guess we'll get down there and have a talk with her.
2: Thanks, Sheriff.
4: Uh, Cassidy. Yeah? You're mighty interested in the kid for an outsider. Ain't seen him lately, have you?
2: That's one for you to chew on until we get back, Sheriff. Stick around. We won't be long.
1: I tell you, that's all I know, Mr. Cassidy. I saw him go in at and... What time? About 11. I went in the house here and into the back room to take off my hat. I, I thought I heard a noise, so I came back out and opened the door. I saw him leave.
2: It's almost 100 yards from here to Sal's doorway. It was dark last night. I
1: don't care. I know it was him. I could tell by by his clothes. That's it. I could what tell What did by, he have on? Why, blue denims and a gray shirt. And... How do
2: you know they were blue? You can't tell colors on a dark night at 10 feet, say nothing at 300. Stop it. Go on, Liz. We're waiting. You're lying, Liz.
1: I'm not. I tell you, I'm...
2: Forget the hysterics. Eddie Lanktree had on a pair of black leather chaps when I met him on the trail this morning. That takes care of your identification. Now I want the truth this time. You and Sam were pretty close friends. He had a gentleman friend she was seeing on the sly. If anyone would know who he is, you would.
1: I, I don't know anything about it.
2: I hope you know what you're doing, Liz. As a sign in the sheriff's office will send every man in this town out tomorrow morning hell-bent on bringing Eddie Langtry in dead. They'll never take him alive, even if he surrenders. On your say-so, they'll shoot him on sight. If that happens, Liz, if they kill him for someone else's crime, you'll have something to think about for a long, long time. You
5: gonna talk, Liz? Or are we gonna stand here all night?
4: I've told you all I know.
5: Come on, Mort.
2: I'm not telling you the kid is innocent, Sheriff. I'm just saying there's a chance he is. That woman is lying. I shot her story full of holes. Posse. What is it, Mort? The
5: posse. They got word somewhere the kid's at the ranch. They're on the way.
2: All right, Sheriff. You are gonna let them shoot that kid down in cold blood? I, I, I don't know. Golly,
5: Cassidy, what
2: can I do? Mort, take off right now over the hills. You can cut across the saddle and get there ahead of the posse. Get him out of there, off the ranch, you understand? Okay. We'll be right behind you.
4: He's at Clear Creek? Yeah.
2: Who tipped them off? No idea. Look, you gotta stop him. You're the only one who can do it.
4: They'll say I'm out of my head.
2: You're acting like it right now, Sheriff. Look, it makes as much sense this way as the other. The real killer, the other man she was seeing, was in the house with her when the kid knocked on the door. He hustled into the back room when the kid comes in, sees them in each other's arms, and shoots them both. Then, thinking to make it look like murder and suicide, he switches gun with the kid and leaves. Not knowing he only creased the kid, that he'd come to in a few minutes and walk out around midnight. Hey, if the murder was discovered last night, how come they let the kid leave town this
4: morning? It wasn't discovered last night. They found Sal's body at 8 o'clock this morning.
2: So, that's
5: who
4: it was. Liz! The posse
1: just left. They're going to kill him. He's innocent, Sheriff. You've got to stop What do you mean? I, I lied. He told me he'd kill me if I talked, but I don't care now. Who are you talking about? I saw him leave the house, too, before Eddie did. He was seeing Sal, like Mr. Cassidy said.
2: She's talking about Mort Robertson, Sheriff. That's why I thought the killing was discovered last night. Morton knew all about it, and he hasn't been in town all day. Jumping catfish, they'll kill Come on, we got to stop him before he gets hold of that kid.
1: What's the matter, Kitty? Why? You're all worried about me, ain't you? I can always tell when you're worried. Your eyes get a look. I, uh... I ain't worth it, Kitty. I...
3: Oh... I'd die for you, Eddie.
1: You know, sometimes a man has to get himself in a spot like this to see things clear. It's kind of like I've been riding in the fog all my life. And suddenly it lifts and I can see the sun. Ah, uh, Eddie. Oh, kid, you're an angel. If they get me, kid, remember I did see the light.
3: Don't even think it, Eddie. Mort, what is it?
1: The on the way here. we got to get out. When they leave? Fifteen minutes. We'll hit up into the hills.
3: Have you got a gun, Eddie?
1: Just that old walker somebody swapped me for. But it'll do.
3: Here, take a rifle. No
1: place to pack it. Your horse saddled? Yeah, behind the house. Good. Let's get him. Goodbye, kids. You'll make it, Eddie. You'll make it. I'm going to try.
3: I'll go up to Mort's room and watch for them. I can see way down the trail.
1: Hurry up, kid.
3: Go on now. Good luck, Eddie. Thanks.
1: Good luck.
2: Hold it, Sheriff. Oh see anything? Look, across the canyon. Past the ranch house. Yeah. Climbing out of the canyon, going across the ridge. We'll never catch him now. He'll shoot the kid in cold blood. Cook up some story for the posse. Only one thing to do, Sheriff. Give me your
4: Winchester. You'll never make it, Cassidy. That's 1,500 yards. Wind blowing, moving target. I said, target. give me the rifle. You're liable to hit the kid. I've got to try. Better get down
2: and find me a stone for a gun rest.
4: Ain't got much time. They're almost up to the notch.
1: up kid huh oh well, what are we i said pull up okay what's the idea mort
5: you ain't going no farther eddie you're stopping right here huh you turned on me see you tried to kill me and make a getaway before that posse caught up they'll believe that Eddie, because that's what they want to believe
1: what are you talking about mort put down that gun
5: why i'm going to kill you with it ain't
1: i you're crazy Mort.
5: No. I'm smart.
1: The five hundred, huh? You want Cut
5: the... it. I loved her too, kid. She was going to marry me. Till she heard you were coming back.
1: Sal? You and Sal? Yeah.
5: She won't do it no more, though. And you won't either. Have well, you got any prayers, kid? You better stop.
1: Mort, what happens? Rifle shot. Right through the head. You all right, kid? Yeah. He killed Sal. He just told me... We him. know. Golly, one second later and he would have...
2: Where were you hopping? Across the canyon. We saw you heading for the notch.
1: Mm-hmm. Mind if I say you're a pretty fair shot with a rifle?
2: Uh, oh, Sheriff, uh, Sheriff, Maybe you better hustle down to the ranch house and uh, head off the posse. They're coming up the canyon now. Tell them we've taken care of the murder of Sally Langtree. <laughs>
4: Yes, yeah, sir? Sure. Uh, some of the boys outside in the posse want to talk to you. Why? Mm, well, apologize is kind of a weak word to use on a man you've been hell-bent to kill. But it's, uh, something along
2: those lines. I see. I already gave him a prime piece of my mind. You may as well
4: do the same thing, Eddie. Uh, well, I, uh, I think you know how we all feel, kid. Uh, Kind of like crawling in the nearest coyote hole and pulling it in after.
2: You could have been feeling a lot worse about now, Sheriff.
4: Yeah.
3: Go ahead, Eddie. Talk to them.
1: Don't go away, Kit. I'll be right back.
3: Don't worry. I'll never go away.
1: You see, uh, I got a lot of apologizing to do, too.
3: It's all right now. Everything's all right.
2: You know, Kitty... By tomorrow, I'll be known as the best rifle shot in the Southwest. How's your shoulder feel, honey?
3: Mm, Pretty sore.
2: A four fifty sharp rifle isn't exactly a woman's weapon. I've seen him knock a grown man right off his feet.
3: I... I wasn't thinking of that. You see, I thought of Mort right away when you said she'd been killed with a walker coat. I knew he had one, but I couldn't believe he... Sure. Oh, I had the rifle in my hand when I went up to his room to look for the posse. That's when I found Eddie's frontier with his initials on the handle. That's when I knew it was Mort.
4: So you just laid the barrel down on the windowsill and pointed her up the trail and... Don't, Sheriff.
3: I don't want to think about it anymore.
4: All right, Kitty. Don't worry.
2: The Sheriff and I have got a secret to keep, though. Not that I want to ride around with a barred reputation. It's because of Eddie.
3: Eddie?
2: Yeah. Men are funny, Kitty. They got a lot of pride... Like to think they do most everything better than a woman. Don't know exactly how Eddie'd it, uh, take it if he knew his bride to be could hit a moving target at a thousand yards with a four fifty sharp rifle.
0: <laughs> this means it's so long from Hopalong Cassidy once again. He's riding back to the Bar 20 bunkhouse to sit with California and all the other waddies around an open fire and tell of the exciting little escapade you just heard. If you'd like more of these two-gun adventures of Hoppies, don't forget you can see him in the fine Hopalong Cassidy pictures at your local theater. Meanwhile, we're hoping you'll tune in next time Hopalong rides the airwaves to bring you more action out of the Old West. Hopalong Cassidy, starring William Boyd, is transcribed and produced in the West by Walter White, Jr., The Sundown Kid was written by Harold Swanton. All stories are based upon the characters created by Clarence E. Mulford. This is a Commodore production.